baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. Hello and welcome into the podcast exclusive of Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. We appreciate you downloading this podcast. I want to remind you that we put out two podcasts every week. So if you've already got this one and you haven't downloaded this week's show podcast, please do so. Had a great conversation with Aaron Tarlow, the owner of Southern Armory. We talked about some of Joe Biden's uh, Second Amendment plans, his his uh, gun law initiatives that he is working on and talked about uh, the practicality of them and how they will affect your Second Amendment rights. We also talked to the sheriff of Jefferson County, Dave Marshak, um, about uh, restrictions in the area, law enforcement's role when it comes to COVID and, and school safety and a bunch of topics as well. Great show. So make sure you check that out if you can. And unfortunately, we didn't have too much time to talk to Mike Marfell about fishing, but that's what the podcast exclusive is here for. So I'm Tony Colombo with Chad Ellis and my partner, Bo Matthews, and professional fisherman Mike Marfell joins us as well. Bo, how's it going? I'm good, man. I'm good. Uh, excited to hear what Mike's got to say about uh, ice fishing because uh, we don't get a lot of ice fishing chances down here. But, uh, you know, you always ask the question, you know, when is it when is uh, fishing season over? It's really never over like motorcycle season. You Mike. get a 70 degree day in January. Guess what? You're going fishing or Mike? motorcycle. <laughs> yeah. just, you know, just absolutely put on a coat and, uh, and you're good to go. Right, Bo? I mean, <laughs> exactly. As long as it's not right. I'll tell you what, I, I, I love fishing in the winter, but I hate fishing in the when it rains this time, like give me four degrees in snow, I'll fish. Give me, if it's 37 or 45 and raining, it's just miserable. So the cold rain is where you draw the line. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, if I got a tournament, I got to go. I mean, you just got to go, but I mean, yeah, I don't fun fish when it's 42 degrees and rain. So let's start, let's start right there because, you know, I always steal your line, Mike, that, you know, it's fishing season's not over till the water's hard. Uh, till the, it's right. till it's frozen and you can't. And then you, you got to get anymore. a beer and a auger, and I wouldn't do that around here because it never gets thick enough. <laughs> right? But. Have you ever have you ever done that? Have you ever ice fished? I have. I have. It's boring as all get out, but you can get a lot of drinking done. I've never done it proper, like go up to Wisconsin where you can drive your truck out on the ice and right. You know, and have a heater inside your little hut and all that. I've never done it that way. Well, I was just miserably cold and not catching anything. All right, so. but I can't remember. Yeah, I know we've, you, you know, you're from Minnesota. I know we've talked about ice fishing on before, but I can't remember if you said you ever did it or not. I have, I have, uh, but I did it in the primitive way, like he's talking about, where if you have a, a little hut around you, maybe, but now you can, if you go far enough into Minnesota, like uh, the Boundary Waters Canoe Area, that kind of area, uh, or Malak Lake, that's the angry lake they call it. It's like, yep. I mean, you can't see across it, it's so big. Um, they have like Airbnbs now where you can, you can rent like a cottage that they put out there because the ice is so thick and they've got all the yep. comforts of home. They got you know, plumbing, an, they got a camper igloo? toilet, all that stuff. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I've never hey, seen guys that. Guys have little TVs in there. They're watching football and fishing. Of and, course. It's crazy. Yurts. And, and they, guys, they got yurts guys out use there. use their fish finders up there too, Bo, right? You'll see guys on snow, snow sleds that'll just 
go around. They'll drop their fish finder on the through the ice and look. And if they're not there, they pull it up and go to the next hole. No kidding. Just keep looking. Yeah. For do you fish Absolutely. for the? Yeah. I mean, do you do you fish for bass that way? I mean, is it uh, like the same? I think you fish for whatever walleye, whatever will bite. I think. Well, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if I didn't know if only certain types of fish would bite in those. Uh, in those extreme situations, but walleye uh, northerns are big. Um, okay. You rarely get you rarely get like a bullhead. They call it. Uh, it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a lot mm-hmm. like a catfish, or yeah, maybe yeah. it's a, it, I don't know. Mike, there's a question: is a is a catfish yeah. and a bullhead the same thing? I always thought they were, but uh, yeah, I think yeah, it's a it's a it's a species of catfish, from yeah. what I understand. That's what I always thought. Uh, okay. like a channel okay. catfish or a bull cat. Yeah, Good enough. Hey. Facts, yeah. right? Whatever. I don't. I fish for bass because they, yeah. <laughs> they, they pay money when you catch enough of those. So uh, I'm glad you brought the, up the, the rain. The walleye sandwich does sound delicious <laughs> after a day of drinking beer in your ice hut. For sure. I'm glad you brought up the rain, Mike, because um, you know I, a lot of people. There, a lot of people think that if it's not a perfect day, it's not a good day to fish. Um, but there are totally all, opposite. Yeah, I was going to say there are many people that will tell you the worse the weather the better the fishing. So if it, if it, I know it's not fun. And you said like, I look, I fish enough. I don't need to go out when it's raining and 30 degrees outside. But is that, is that still a good time to go out in, in the rain, in the cold, the worse, the weather, the better the fishing? No, not in the wintertime. I mean, uh, I mean, the rain isn't going to kill it, but it's not going to help it like it does in the summertime or in the warmer months. Why does it help it in uh, usually, the summer? Well, a lot of it is, it, 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 especially on the clearer bodies of water, it breaks up that surface just like a little wind would. Mm. So they can't get as good a look at your bait. Oh, you know, gotcha. If you're fishing with artificial bait, you know, you, and, and that helps. You know, you're going to want to switch from a, a from a from a slower, a, say a Texas rig or a jig or something. You, then you can get away with covering more water with a bigger, flashier. Faster moving bait, crankbait, spinnerbait, Alabama rig, because mm-hmm. they're not going to get that good of a look at it, you know. So, so that's why the rain helps. So why do people uh, think they can't fish in the cold weather? Like, is it is is it different enough that people who have success, just you know, like uh, just people who fish for a hobby and maybe only get out a, a handful of times a year and kind of just have their one style that they know. Uh, and it and it gets cold, and then that one style doesn't work anymore. So they just assume that the fish aren't biting. Is there like why why do people have this idea that you can't go fishing in the cold weather? I would I would say it's probably a variety of reasons. One of them is probably they just ne- if they're not hardcore fishermen, they probably just don't want to be out in it for starters, and they've just never had a good day doing it. You know, I mean that's you got to go. You got to have a. We all know you don't catch them every time you go. I mean, even the best don't catch them every time they go. So if you've only went when it's raining twice and both times you didn't catch it, well, what's right. the chances you want to go the third and fourth time? Sure. But if the first time you did it and you smashed them, well, you'd be like, hey, it's raining. Let's go fishing. You know, so I think that's part of it. I'll tell you, the, one of the best days I've ever had at Lake of the Ozarks was uh, like a weird late October snow on a buzzbait. Just because that cold front's coming through. The water's still not that cold, and it's just, I mean, just the pressure changed so quickly, and all of a sudden it's snowing, and they just went they just went wild. Huh. You know, they <laughs> sense that cold coming, yeah. and they want to feed up. Yeah, I would never so, think yeah. to fish top water when it's snowing outside. That's, yep. that's amazing. Well, anybody that fishes Lake of the Ozarks will tell you, man, when if, it's, it's, if the water's still above, like, 50 degrees and it starts snowing, you pick up that buzz bait or no some kidding. sort of top water. 
I got a tournament question for you, Mike. I got a tournament question okay. for you. When you, do, are you are you able to? I mean, you're obviously able to pick your team members, but is it is it a process like a draft? Like, are you uh, do you go out and you know try working you know fishing with some guy or some girl even, uh, and and just the personality clashes? Does that ever play a part in your decision on who you're going to pick? Because you've never picked me to go on a fishing tournament. <laughs> <laughs> well, it can, it can. I mean, most of the time you build a relationship with somebody. And that's who you use in a team situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, Have you ever faked being sick because the guy was so obnoxious? <laughs> Have you ever faked yeah, being sick yeah. because the person was obnoxious? <laughs> I've never, I've never, I, I'm, I'm a better judge of character than that. I don't take those. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever gone fishing on a tournament with two people and only came back with one? How about that? <laughs> Not that I can say on the on the radio okay. for sure. <laughs> oh boy! Yeah, Mike, you guys just had the sheriff on. I'm gonna, he, he's probably going to listen. Right, to this, right. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, do you prefer the the team format? Do you prefer having a, a partner out there, or do you prefer the solo tournaments? I prefer the solo tournaments, and it's not because I don't love my team partner Greg. It's just because it's, it's, I can. I don't. I don't feel like I'm. I can make a decision and go do it. And if it doesn't work out, I don't feel guilty. Yeah, that makes because it was my decision. A lot of times it turns out. Sometimes it doesn't work out. And and I've told you many times my style's grinding. I mean, a lot of people don't. I, I know I'm fishing for five bites. A lot, you know, and sometimes we're not getting. It'll we'll go an hour or two without a bite and you'll feel bad for the other guy and want to move, you know, or, right. or he'll put it in your head that we need to move. And right. sometimes in the back of my mind, I feel like, no, we're around the fish. We just, we, it's a timing thing, you know, and but I'm stubborn. I'm going to catch him. I know they're here. I'm looking at them on my electronics and you know, it's just I, like both. You can create conflict. I don't want to get in a conflict with a good friend of mine that I'm a team partner. If he says he thinks we need to move, I'm not going to argue mm-hmm. more than likely. I'll, but in a, in a, in a, and when I'm solo, I don't have to, I don't, that's, that takes all that out of the equation. Has that ever, has that ever happened? Else. What's the worst argument you've ever been in, in a tournament situation where you, you're, <laughs> you and your partner are having a disagreement? Has it ever, has it ever happened where you guys really have like a strong disagreement on either time to move or where to go or whatever? Not really. Me and Greg have always, he's pretty, Relaxed and so am I. And, and, right, well, and we, we do need to send Bo we, out with we, you. We've never had. We've never had that. <laughs> we'll have Bo create a conflict. I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Bo would be good at creating conflict with people. That's for sure. If he, if he wanted to get in there and stir the pot. But no, I mean, if I did have one of those, if I, I just move on. I, I, find, I, I don't want to. I don't want that. Or just quit fishing team things. But no, me and Greg. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. we're we're both very similar and uh you know you know we, we we both have jobs you know we call me the profession but we both have jobs and it ain't worth a it ain't worth a friendship over you know winning a few thousand dollars or something right. you know if, if he thinks we need to move we may discuss it but i am not i am not getting to the point of you know screw you you're wrong because there is no right or wrong in this fishing i could be a hundred percent my my gut's telling me one thing but it could be a hundred percent wrong and greg could be right so why not just say okay let's go let's let's move Let's, I, let's 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 try deeper. Let's go shout. Whatever the case may be. So, I think I know the answer. He may be right. He's got experience too. You know. I think so. I know the answer to this. But no matter who's got more experience or have been more successful uh, fishing, I imagine the ultimate decision maker in the boat is the person that owns the boat. Is that correct? Is the captain always That's the guy pretty, who owns the boat? <laughs> That's pretty correct. That's pretty correct. <laughs> wow, I mean, good question. I mean, not always. Not always. But I mean. 
I could be owning the boat, but if my team partner that day happened to be Kevin Van Dam and he's making a suggestion, I'm a moron if I don't listen to him, right? <laughs> That would be great to tell KVD that he that you don't think his hunch is right. Yeah. Hey, Rick Klein, you've won four classics and you've been doing this for 55 years. Shut your pie hole. I know what I'm doing. You know, that's, that's, that's not exactly how you don't learn anything in fishing if you don't listen to other people. I mean, I think that goes fishing, hunting, drywall. You know, you don't come in at the first day of the drywaller and tell the guy that's been doing it 30 years. He's not. When he gives you a suggestion, you might want to listen. Yeah. He probably knows what he's talking about. Yeah. Go ahead, Bo. So. God gave you two ears and one mouth, right? Listen twice as much as you talk. That's, yep. that's my mantra for Tony anyway. Um, yeah. Uh, if you're always so, supposed so, to watch your mouth, I doubt God would put your eyes above it, right? So, Wow. That's a good one. All this wisdom. <laughs> drive-by yeah. trucker song lyrics. <laughs> I'm not original. It's drive-by trucker uh, song. So you're you're going to be doing a tournament. Uh, the, the next one, where's that at? Is that the lake? Lake at the, the Lake of the Ozarks Saturday, and it's uh, that used to be called the Turkey Day Bash, but now it's the Marie Terrell. Think I can't can't ever pronounce her last name, but the, the lady, the gal from Anguish in Action, oh, okay, who, yeah. uh, was in the boating accident. Yeah, it's in her memory. So it's going to be a big turnout, and they're having a silent auction and all sorts of things to benefit her daughter. So how long do how long uh, does tournament season last? Is this your last one for the year? Are there... this is my last one? Did... And this is kind of a it's a, just a, a, a open jackpot jump in. It's a really cool format. They pay out the twenty five biggest bass on one side and the twenty five heaviest five bass limits on the other side so oh. you don't have to have you could cash a couple checks on the big bass side uh you could cash if you cash a check you know on the one side you're probably going to have a, a check on the other side too more than likely uh so it's a, just a kind of a cool format you still have a chance of making some money even if you only catch one fish if it's the right fish so wow. uh, or the right couple fish because they pay mm-hmm. 25 big bass places on one side and then 25 of heaviest bags is this generally oh, the last on, weekend man. for tournaments just in general across mm-hmm. the state or do they keep going no all no along? no there's a winter series down there bass and bob puts on a winter series oh, wow uh well they they fish you know it may get canceled or changed if the weather turns bad and the ice the ramps get icy or something but no but bass and bob has tournaments january february so yeah they'll i think december has the whole I love egg. those because we ahead, we bro. have a fire. He has a fire and breakfast, and we don't take off till like nine. Let the sun get up and get a little bit warmer, <laughs> so it's pretty mellow. Everybody sets around, Wimps. eats a big breakfast, and has some coffee, and then we all go. So <laughs> some go, some go to back a fire to bed. And lunch. He, yeah, <laughs> but this, uh, this particular question. tournament will be some sticks in there because a lot of the the big time touring guys are home for the holidays that live in the Ozarks area, and you some know you'll sticks. have I love you'll it. have some you'll have some real sticks and hammers in this thing that come, that come <laughs> off the professional tour. So, well, it, it's a fun I, I do one. have a question. It's a tough one to win. Mike, I, yeah. I, I, am I talking to Aaron? Go I'm ahead, just Bo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I just it's wanted to ask, Bo. okay, this, no, and I'm glad you brought it up. It's the pandemic 2020, right? A lot of people, right. I believe, uh, like first time gun owners, we got a lot of first time uh, fisher people, fishermen and women out mm-hmm. there, uh, Christmas shopping, uh, what do you suggest if you know of somebody that's on your Christmas list that maybe just started fishing this year for the first time? Any ideas on what to get them as a gift? Mm, Would it be a, 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 a good question? A, 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 how to you know the yeah. the scale so that you can weigh your question. fish? Anything like that? You know I'm, I'm, I'm shopping here. I'm shopping. You're sh- I'm telling you what, uh, that's a great question, and it depends on what species they're going after and all that. So you're, I think you're, the best move would be. 
a tackle warehouse or Bass Pro Shops or Bluff City. Outdoors, get, get, yeah. Let, people yeah, but you don't wrap that. Uh, well, you don't you like can, the gift card idea? You, well, you can't uh, go wrong, buy them a Whopper Plopper, and then attach the gift card to that. Booyah! So, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I'm serious. I mean, it's a personal. I mean, if they're just getting started, maybe they don't know. And if you're if you're a big-time radio guy like Bo and you can afford it, Buy him a trip Stop with a guy it. down at Table Rock or Lake of the Ozarks. You know, there you now. That's what I'm talking what about. What about? Though that's a good one. I was going to say then you what, can go with them, Bo. You know, so it usually takes two people. So you know they're going <laughs> to guide trips two people. So you get to go with them that way. So a lot of people I know also are you know they know that their friend or family member is a fisherman that they love to fish, but they don't know. You know they they don't know the the ins and outs or the details. Is there anything that's just sort of a you can never have enough of this, or there's always, there you, you know, somebody, a fisherman always needs this thing. Oh, that's right. a good question. Yeah, like, absolutely. Uh, tackle box. Yeah. Just the individual Plano's 3,700 boxes. Mm-hmm. I've got like seven or eight of them that are just always empty on purpose. Mm-hmm. So when I go to fish a, tur- a team tournament out of somebody else's boat, I don't have to bring 300 pounds of tackle. I can put all my favorite baits into that one tackle box. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I can take them out of my boat and put them in the four boxes, and then I just got to bring those four little boxes with me, and yeah. I don't have a bunch of crap. Absolutely. That's a great uh, idea. That, I mean, uh, another good thing is, is, is those are rod sleeves. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, Tony. Uh-huh. They look like the old school Chinese handcuff that slides down. And, yep. I mean, a lot of people, if, you, if you're going to go with somebody, having those on your rod so they don't get all tangled up and banged up is great. Uh, that's a great all-around gift. Can't ever have too many of those. Yeah. So, tackle, but line and stuff like that. Most fishermen are pretty picky. Yeah. And you could buy them a spool of line; it'll never get used. Right. It might get used right. for backer or something. But that's why the question. We all have our favorites and stuff like that. But right. Can't go wrong with tackle boxes. Yeah. Uh, Great idea. You know. So we're almost uh, out of time here. Um. Uh. But I wanted to. So we we never got a chance to get out on the water with Chad, and uh, this is his. Uh. This is his road last, trip to Arizona. His last day. Like me, yeah. Here we come. So we need to decide right now if. We're going to all go to Arizona and fish with Chad at his new place, or if we're going to fly him back soon and go out on the water here in St. Louis. What do you guys all? Not no soon. Chad, <laughs> <laughs> I'm told, getting away from the cold. Not I going told back my to mom before I, before I knew like my date that I was going to move and stuff, uh-huh. she was like, we got to get ready for the winter. I said, no, I don't. I'm going to be gone way before that starts. And then sure enough... I'm leaving. <laughs> Mike, what do you know about what do you what do you know about fishing in in the southern states where that that don't get the winters like we do? I know like Florida is obviously famous for great bass fishing and you can do it all year long even, you know, at a higher level because the water never freezes, you know, you never even have right. that that miniature off season. Yeah, the same goes for Mississippi, Alabama, all those lakes down there. Plus they're, you know, a lot of them in the Tennessee River, they got current in them so they're not going to freeze. Right. Uh and it doesn't get quite as cold as here. I mean, Table Rock's a great, you know, it gets cold down there too. But for the most part, it's deep and clear and, you know, it doesn't freeze. So you can fish there year round. But Southern Lakes, the problem with it is if you're taking your boat, is it can be tricky getting there. Because pulling a boat in the snow is not fun. Right. So, Chad. Uh, or ice. It's, it's not fun. Visualize but, this. You've just moved into your new place. You're just getting settled in. You're starting to meet your neighbors. You're trying to, you know, put out a good, you know, make a good impression on the neighborhood. And about 
the fourth weekend that you're in Arizona, here comes a pickup truck, and it's me, Bo, and Mike. And Bo <laughs> is sitting in the – he's not in the truck. He's in the boat in the back as we, <laughs> as we pull up. <laughs> With a bunch of empty bush cans we in the just bottom start, of the boat. Been drinking all the way to Arizona. And we just start – Yeah, explain and that. And we just start hollering, let's – Chad! We're here. <laughs> Teach a man to take, fish. Yeah, take us to the lake. <laughs> what do you think? Sound like a good idea? I, uh, I don't think <laughs> it's you'll a, be divorced before you're engaged. I don't think it's a bad idea. It would be kind of embarrassing, <laughs> but you know, from my apartment, I can actually like see the street and okay. like see. So I would be like, Perfect. "Oh crap, here they come! <laughs> this is happening!" <laughs> and then I'll just come out and we'll we'll make a day of it. Well, you need to find uh, you need to find the closest lake when you get down there, and uh, and find our spot, and we'll plan a trip. Cool. We'll all that would down. be awesome. That would be that would, that would be, be awesome. awesome. Oh. Dude, seriously, on Allegiant, it's like $24 to fly to Phoenix. I'm not flying. I'm right. I'm, Mike and I are getting in the truck and we're taking the boat down. I'll meet you. I'll meet yeah. you. There. I'll meet you there. <laughs> That's probably. We, we could probably fish a couple places along the way, Tony. I'm sure there we could. There you can go. Do. Amen. Yeah. Amen. So, uh, Mike, as we wrap this thing up, tell people how they can follow you. I know you're, uh, you're, you're a big YouTube star these days. Uh, there with the yeah. uh, Ten Horse doing the, uh, the, the live streams and all that. you can find most of me. Ten Horse Monty and the Monday Night Live stream. Monday Night Live. Go check those guys out, man. They're, they got some great content. And here's a cool. They're flirting with having – there's a, two or three guests that they've had on multiple times. And uh, last Monday night, they were talking about having myself and a couple of those other guys, guests on all at the same time and just start – just pull the string and all of us start going. So – Hopefully that happens. I think that'd be a great episode. Heck yeah. Uh, two or a couple other guys that were are, are touring pros or, you know, used to tour and now, you know, have, have kind of come home and just fish locally. So uh, I'll tell you what, it's be great, great to do conversation. That. And, and, it, and it's just a yeah. great thing to listen to. I've, I've done it when, you know, I'll be at home on the weekends, unable to get outside and go fishing myself, but I'll pull up one of your live streams there, one of the one of your YouTube uploads on uh, Ten Horses channel. And, you know, you, as you're as you're doing your yard work or maybe hanging Christmas lights or anything like that, just to hear this great conversation about fishing um is yeah, it's uh, great. is is fantastic. And, so and tactics wise, get on the Ten Horse uh like he's got one uh Recently on fall fishing, he's got one on uh, the Alabama rig. He's actually showing you how he finds them on his graph and then is throwing at them with the Alabama rig. Yeah, he has great content on, on his channel. And the Monday Night Live stuff is great, too. That's awesome. uh, they, they do a bang-up job. They really do, and they're getting better all the time, uh, more and more followers. And the thing about the Monday Night Live stream that's so cool is you get a you get a type in question. You get asked questions. Mm-hmm. You know? I've done it. So the the the, the audience steers the steers the ship, so yeah. to speak. So and that's ten horse money. T I N ten ten horse money on YouTube. That's the best way to find it. Yep. Yep. Good stuff. Yep. Or, or on Facebook, you can find them either place. Great stuff. Great but uh, stuff. the Facebook will take you. You know, Facebook will take you to his YouTube videos. But yeah. All right. Well, Bo, All this right, is guys, it. I appreciate it. Yeah, we're wrapping up. Uh, we Chad, did the last show, and now you, we're buddy. wrapping up the very Thanks. last podcast with Chad. Chad, once again, buddy, thanks for everything you've done for this show. It's uh, been an awesome yeah, addition. Good luck you to will you, be man. missed tremendously. 
Absolutely. All right. That's going to do it for this week's edition of the podcast exclusive. We'll be back next week with our new producer, Carl Middleman. So uh, make sure you are checking us out. Uh, Download our podcast two a week on the radio.com app. For producer Chad Ellis, one more time, and my partner, Bo Matthews, and a big (laughs) thank you to Mike Marfell. Thanks for listening to Second Amendment Radio and the Great Outdoors. Get more at 971talk.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 